4: Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the ES Network. And today is Monday, June 26th from our extraordinary core group of NBA.com journalists. We're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Steve Ashburner. And Ash, we we continue to roll here. We made it through the NBA draft. Uh, no surprise, Victor Wembanyama went number one overall to the San Antonio Spurs, followed the um, by Brandon Miller. Uh, number two to the Charlotte Hornets and Scoot Henderson, number three to the Trailblazers. And as it all continued on, but uh, Summer League is upon us as the first game opening up that night will be on July 7th between the San Antonio Spurs and Charlotte Hornets. Expectations, as Wemby said, that he will be playing. Uh, will he be facing up against Brandon Miller? All those things I, I think uh, we hope for, we expect. Uh, we'll wait and see when it all starts rolling. But uh, now we are on the cusp of Free agency, and some moves have already been made, free agency beginning here on Friday evening, uh, but when it comes to some moves that have already happened, I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your opinions, but first things first, it's great to see you.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me again, uh, uh, Sarah. It is, it is great, and it's remarkable. The NBA um, manages annually to cram 13 months of content <laughs> into 12 months of calendar. It's, We're uh, rocking. There's, there's really no downtime. It's just a matter of when you can sneak away and get some for yourself. And I hope you're able to do that too after a, uh, after a crazy season.
4: Yeah. And before we get into, I, I want to get your thoughts and opinions, um, some of the discussion now on our expectations of what might happen when free agency begins, but these deals that have already taken place and, and some that certainly are significant in impacting the landscape of what the, the teams look like and some organizations look like. Uh, Bradley Beal going to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we'll kind of break down each part of this trade for, for all these teams. That obviously includes uh, Washington um, picking up Jordan Poole. Chris Paul going to Golden State because of it. Uh, Washington will also get Tyus Jones. Um, but let, let's first start with the Bradley Beal uh, part, of this, part of this dynamic. Uh, what, what do you think will be the impact that he will have on the Phoenix Suns? Of course, with the new ho- coach in Frank Vogel uh, will be playing alongside Kevin Durant and Devin Booker uh Deandre Ayton as well for now uh, um part of that uh, right. w- what's your thoughts on what this team looks like to this point
5: well you know what um for fans of a certain vintage i mean you can remember um you know they can remember um teams that have been uh overloaded almost with offensive firepower um i remembered while this story was was breaking and somebody on twitter referred to um those type of teams, and I thought of the uh, the seventy six, seventy seven, nine, uh, Philadelphia, seventy sixers. They had Doctor J. They had uh, Lloyd Free. They had um, George McGinnis. They had Doug Collins. They had all these guys who needed the ball. They had a young Daryl Dawkins. I, uh, they, you know, they had um, players at every position that could score. And and Phoenix, to me, is reminiscent of that. Different personalities, no doubt about it. Um, you know, you you. Got to believe that Kevin Durant is committed to winning. Devin Booker obviously has knocked on the door and been uh, rejected enough in terms of uh, you know getting back to a finals and and winning a ring. And um, now Bradley Beal, you know, is in a sort of a he's a quiet guy. I don't want to say put up or shut up, but this really does sort of challenge him because he's been kind of luxuriating in a no win situation in Washington where it ended up, right or wrongly, being about his contract. And now it's a matter of, okay, is he a winning player? We'll see. This will be the first opportunity since he and John Wall were sort of, um, you know, lighting, you know, flashing across the NBA sky as this young backcourt. So that to me is intriguing. Um, Will they have the depth? Will they play the defense? You know, Chris Paul, people talk about him, 38 years old, um, not always available, although not that, not really less available than Bradley Beal has been, but clearly the kind of player who can organize a team that has a lot of uh, gunners on it. Now I'm not sure where the organization for the, the Phoenix Suns comes from. And um, that's Frank Vogel's job one, I think. And we'll see how much um, Booker and Durant, you know, are able to accommodate and, um, you know, take advantage of uh, Bradley Beal. So it's an offensive challenge with that team
4: offensive challenge also big time salary cap hit over right. 160 million between the four of of those players and in, in Durant um Beal Booker and Ayton see how that plays out um speaking of offense uh, as i said part of part of this trade's a lot of a lot of aspects and teams that were involved with all of this Jordan Poole um, Golden State gets off his contract he goes to the Washington Wizards Uh, Wizards will also get Tyus Jones from Memphis. Mm -hmm. And and part of this trade, Chris Stapps Porzingis will be a member of the Boston Celtics. Marcus Smart uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies and uh, CP3. We were talking about a Chris Paul playing with the Golden State Warriors. So take your pick of these teams, (laughs) of these players, whether it it is the Celtics, whether it's the Golden State Warriors, uh, whether it is the Memphis Grizzlies. uh, What jumps out to you about the impact and or loss of these players for these teams?
5: Well, I'll tell you over the last um, season plus going back to the playoffs in uh, 2022, I- I've become, you know, a-, a big fan of Marcus Smart. I-, I think he is, you know, incredibly valuable on the court, off the court. You know, even the people that, that traded him will tell you that he-, he was the heart and soul of of the recent Celtics teams. And, that's going to be pretty important in Memphis. I mean, first of all, they're not going to have John Morant for what looks like uh, 25 games. So now you've got Marcus Smart that picks up that slack, plugs that that void. Um, you're good to go. Um, he's also going to pick up some slack as a as a wing defender, backcourt defender uh, with the absence. Apparently, everything we we've been told of Dylan Brooks that he will not be back, and he was a second team. All defensive selection this year. The Celtics, meanwhile, with Porzingis, I mean, it reconfigures their team. It shifts things to, to the front court. And to me, it shifts responsibility on, onto Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in a way that they've not had to carry it. You know, Smart and Al Horford have, have been, you know, first and foremost in, in, in sort of being team leaders there. And I think, I think the sense in Boston is if these guys are going to lead that team anywhere, it's going to have to come not just with their stats, not just with their play you know, in certain games. It's going to have to come with them being the top options, um, dominating uh, the opportunities and the usage, and also uh, drawing them out as, as individuals and personalities. And when you have other strong personalities, maybe it's too easy to sort of hang back. So I think that that Porzingis, who's you know, extremely skilled and, and gives them a whole different look, um, you know, in the front line. Uh, but I think it's even more so about uh, getting more out of the two top assets that Celtics have had is uh, in, in Tatum and Brown.
4: Yeah, without a doubt. And, and one with Boston, which is going to be interesting, just seemingly like they felt like they hit a ceiling with the group they had needing to, to make some changes, change things up. Uh, Joe Mazzulla. Opportunity to come back now in a second season, um, experience that he's gained. You, you mentioned Memphis; they do lose Tyus Jones, uh, yeah. who he was an important part of when John Morant was missing times playing. He was excellent in that point guard position. Um, Brandon Clark, though, if you remember, obviously he was injured and in expectation that he'll be back. So so Memphis will be interesting to watch. Uh, Golden State is the one. I, I know you talked about Chris Paul, but Golden State, the one that is, will get into free agency. Um, question marks about free agency. They, they have a key individual, uh, declining his player option in Draymond Green. So there's a lot of moving parts with what the Golden State Warriors may look like. Uh, but with Jordan Poole being out and Chris Paul uh, being in, how do you see Chris Paul fitting into the style of play? That that the Warriors have shown for their their run that they have been on.
5: Well, I think he can help most teams. I think with Golden State, the question is, um, does this take the ball out of Draymond Green's hands more? I mean, and he's a decision maker for them. He has been. He's been sort of a point forward, point center type. And if he's not doing that, is he as valuable as he advances in age as he's been for the Warriors? you know it's great having Steph off the ball. You've got Klay Thompson as a shooter. Um, Chris Paul still has some some punch in his game. Um, maybe he's not playing a full season at this point in time, and and you know perhaps he's a halftime player in terms of uh, twenty four minutes and fifty to sixty games. But they nurse him and 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 he's ready for the postseason. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to me what the what the commitment is to uh, Draymond, and um, you know if they keep him. Um, what price do they keep him at? How long do they keep him? I've seen suggestions of, you know, a seven or a three year contract, somewhere around $70 million. Um, that sounds great to you and me. I know, but you know, we'll see if that would be appealing enough to Draymond. Uh, A lot of, a lot of buzz about Sacramento maybe trying to add Draymond Green, um, as a way, you know, not only to help themselves, but to handicap. You know, a top rival in uh, in Golden State, the team that put them out. So, um, yeah, it it's it'll it will be interesting with with Jordan Poole gone. I think most most people have presumed. Well, that means they're going to keep Draymond. They just did not want to bring, you know, have both those guys back on the scene again. That was a an awkward situation from the punch all the way. I think through the end of the year. So, um, yeah, Draymond, um, you know, he's one of those players that a lot of us have thought, well, he can thrive in certain situations, but not so much if he goes as some sort of a savior or superstar to another situation. And so really depends on that. I think Sacramento could work well for him, you know, with Sabonis there already and, and the guards they have, but there are a lot of teams where if they just outright sign Draymond Green, um, they're going to get less than they bargained for. Golden State, of course, they know what they have. They're happy to, I believe, continue that. Um but, you know, I I would hate to see him end up in a in a situation where he's overextended and the expectations are too high. So, um, you know, we'll see. Chris Paul, who knows? I mean, you know, I assume he's going to be there. Um, he's gonna get, you know, uh what his full thirty million instead of the fifteen million and had he gotten waived by the Suns. Um, crafty player. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Um they'll figure out a way. Uh, for him to be a plus player rather than any sort of a uh, distraction.
4: Yeah, lots of decisions to make. And without the architect and the voice of, of Bob Myers running right. things over there, there uh, is, is certainly going to be something that may factor in. Uh, let's get to that free agency buzz. We're going to take a quick break and be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pig promos.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, Temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker.
4: Welcome back to NBA Pulse, Sarah Kustak, joined by the great Steve Ashburner and Ash. This is the time of year uh, that becomes intriguing on so many different levels and it's stressful uh, for those who are actually trying to make the decisions. Free agency begins on Friday evening uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern. And so let's let's try to hit uh, quick hit some of these free agents, um, those who have some options and and see what your thoughts are on them. And let's begin with James Harden. player option, wow. Philadelphia, a lot of buzz about him potentially going back to Houston. Um, Doc Rivers, obviously no longer the the head coach with the Philadelphia 76ers. W- what's your thoughts on what happens uh, with, with James and, and his future here?
5: I think um, if, if James Harden wanted to continue to chase a ring, which is something missing from his portfolio, he should stay right where he is. I think the fifth, I think the, uh, the contender status of the 76ers, the way he, and I give him all credit for this, I voted for him, you know, to the All-NBA um, third team, the way he adapted his game to more suit uh, the role he needed to play. You know, I, I thought he reverted, of course, when Embiid was out a couple of games or, or certainly the first game in the, in the Boston series, but that was out of necessity. I thought that Harden played smart. He played well. And he could do that again, but it seems like the vibe with James Harden is he's sort of looking for his uh, his annuity at this point. And if he can go to a place where he really enjoys living and the lifestyle and cash in, uh, you got to keep going if you're going to find the ring on that list of priorities. And and you know we we just assume that well heck yeah he's going to he's going to want to stay where he can win, but. I don't know if that's the case. He he may feel he's done what he needed to do. He sacrificed last season in his style of play. Now he wants to go and enjoy the remaining years he has as a um as an NBA player, as an NBA star, as a as a known quantity and and uh in a place that he likes to do it. It's sort of a retirement within a retirement perhaps. Um for him to do that. I don't know that he's driven, you know, to chase what we would say with other guys, their next ring in his case, his first ring, he may feel that his own personal window is closed. So Houston might be the best spot for him. I don't see him as the kind of veteran uh, that the, the Rockets need in a locker room full of young, talented players. Um, he just uh, he might set uh, a wrong example in terms of priorities and things. Now, if, if he's willing to be that old head and, and impart good lessons, Then, you know, okay, Houston can try that. I just I don't see that really fast tracking, um, you know, their their growth, their development as a uh, as a team that eventually, you know, in the next few years wants to uh, chase the playoff spot.
4: Ash, my bias is showing. Let's get to another former net, Kyrie Irving. Uh, uh-huh. Free agency here, me. by by all accounts, uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. Whether through what they did in the draft, it, it appears as though they can offer him the most money. So it appears that they um, probably expect for him to return. But what what do you think? Um, what do you think Kyrie may? I know that's a, that's a question that he doesn't like to be asked. What what do you what do you think Kyrie um, <laughs> may may be doing?
5: I'm not sure he knows. I'm not sure he has, you know, full say over that either. I mean, he can ultimately sign his name to the dotted line or not, but it's a, it's a matter of with whom, uh, for how long and for how much. And, you know, I don't think he can, he can expect top dollar, um, hardly anywhere in this league anymore. I mean, he has been his own worst enemy at burning bridges, um, making himself steam seem unreliable. I mean, he's got all the talent and uh, one of the best. We hear it all the time, you know. One of the best handles ever. One of the best finishers. Uh, that's all great, but if he's not out on the floor for you, he's not going to be finishing or handling. So it's a um, it's a real situation where you know he may be looking at the Lakers. I think that probably would be his first choice, but they face um, salary cap and tax situations that would be um, uh, uh, insufferable if if they if they were to try to bring him in, and they would have to. To forego some players that that they like already, so um, yeah, it's uh, I heard his name suggested for the Bulls and as as a team uh, that I spend a lot of time around um, that gave me pause. It's like, oh, what's that going to do to that locker room? Um, I you know, Kyrie brings that kind of baggage, and so um, I think Dallas would be a great spot for him. Uh, he could get paid more or less, and you know, he could make good on on what was sort of a You know, on the fly move that was more about exiting Brooklyn than getting to the Mavericks. Um, So, you know, we'll see. But he likes drama. He likes headlines. And the idea of just re signing with the Mavericks might not be enough for Kyrie Irving.
4: Yeah. And to your point about the the Lakers, as Kyrie appeared at some of their postseason games, uh, Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves, obviously with a very impactful postseason play, are both restricted free agents for the Lakers. So, a lot of decisions for them to make. Last one, uh, Damian Lillard. Not a free agent, though, a l- lot of buzz about what Portland may do, the decision um, that they have ahead after drafting Scoot Henderson with that number three overall pick. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with Dame? What jersey will be he be wearing at the start of the season?
5: I think he'll be moved. Uh, if I had to pick one team, I would say the Miami Heat. I think that they were very interested in Bradley Beal and that that did not go their way. Um, the The... the Adding Annie and Damian Lillard to that lineup, or what would mostly be left of that lineup, uh, depending on who they had to part with, uh, Tyler Hero or whomever, um, you know, would would put them right back into the the contention for the top of the East and and another finals trip. Um, you know, I I covered the finals after the finals. I wrote that they need a number one star. Jimmy Jimmy Butler got Overly extended, I thought in in that role and uh, the way he likes to play, the way he plays, and how often he plays, um, or in a uh, unoften he he uh yeah he 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 would thrive with a with a number one like Damian Lillard. Um, you know I think I think that they've sort of played it out in Portland, and they've now acquired young pieces which are totally out of sync with what. Lillard's schedule or his calendar is so. Um, I guess I would say Blazers is a second choice that nothing would happen, but that's only by default. That's only out of resignation if uh, if, the, if there weren't a way to get him to uh, to Miami.
4: Get out your popcorn, Ash. Until next time, <laughs> we got a lot. We got a lot going on. We appreciate you as always and all of your time. Uh, you're welcome, Sarah. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks.